What's this podcast called? Two episodes from Planet Weird. Podcast from Planet Weird. Oh, luck of the Irish. More like freak me in the eyeballs. I love this movie. No. I told you not to bring up prom in oh, this episode. Oh, you want to talk about prom, Mama? Drama Kaflama, baby. I was nominated for Winner Homo. God damn it! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Duffember Surprise, bitch. <gasps> I'm surprised. It's another. It's another theme month. We had April Lohan in the spring, and now it's time for the fall. Not the fall of Hillary Duff. Oh my God, no! It's the rise. It's always the rise of Hillary Duff during the fall. It's Duffember, the month where we're talking about only Hillary Duff cinema. Well, and all this fall, she rises. That's what we need to say here. We're kicking it off with this episode about Agent Cody Banks, and we had our friend Ivy on. Uh, you you know her, you love her. She's been on the podcast so many times, and she wanted to come on for this because it's very nostalgic to her. But she can also recognize its flaws. And that's what we love in a guest. Mm-hmm. We love people that can recognize what makes things good, but also can critique them at a critical level. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, please enjoy this episode. And we will see you at the outro. Happy November. Wait a second. I lied. Before we get into it, just a reminder that our merch is available right now uh for pre-order pre-orders close monday november 8th get your orders in by midnight on november 8th your time midnight your time um buy something while you still can juan designed some really great spooky stuff very hot very fashion forward very in wear it on instagram you'll get famous i'm sure you'll get those likes uh we got Spooky shirt, spooky short, and ooh, spooky pennant. And if you get all three, I will make it my personal mission to be your 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 personal haunted person. I will haunt your house. Love that. Um, pennants are only ten dollars, so if you want to support us, but you you don't have a lot of money to spend, that's fine. Buy a pennant; they're gonna be super cute. Um, but yeah. It's- Come buy something and uh, the money will go to Juan because Juan designed all the artwork. Did a great job with it. You did, sweetie. You did. Thank you. So go buy something while you can. Um, Even if, like, you don't want something. The merch says Camp Wanna Weep on it. The shirts and the shorts. Uh, So if you know someone that likes Kim Possible and they would like that Kim Possible reference, buy it for them. For Christmas. for For Hanukkah. For the holidays. For the birthday. I don't know. For their birthday in the spring. Yes. Get that done early. Get that gift out of the way. So, yes, pre-orders uh, available through Monday at midnight. Click the link in the description. And, uh, okay, we'll see you at the outro. Bye-bye. Yes. We. We meaning me, Sarah, and Juan. Hi. That's right. We are here today to talk about. One of the best people in the world, what Hillary. The <laughs> I just didn't have the words to like even introduce she was her. Buffering. That was too long. You went. I didn't even know like how to describe Hillary Duff, but like she said, system reboot. <laughs> system just shut down. <laughs> have you turned it down and turned it back on? We're we're here to talk about Hillary Duff. We're we're kicking off Duff Vember by oh, uh, a word by starting with 
this movie, Agent Cody Banks, and then mm -hmm. her following pieces of cinema to come. You know, your Raise Your Voice, The Perfect Man, and finally everyone's favorite, Material Girls, starring they, her and her sister Haley Duff. They only get better and better as as the more she aged and the more she made. I'm sure. Um, and I don't even know how long ago, maybe a year ago. I don't fucking know. But Ivy was like, when are you doing Agent Cody Banks? <laughs> and we said, how did you get our numbers? We thought. We thought we blocked you. We thought we blocked you. Um, but thought, that's, that's why. I Ivy's thought here. we ditched you. In, uh, I thought we left you in the By the way, I found some. I, I don't know what I was doing. Oh, I was cleaning out like uh, a cabinet in our den, and it had a bunch of like my old like homework and stuff from high school. I threw that out. But I found some bolt stickers, and I was gonna mail them to you. So <gasps> wow! Eventually, because I, I was so interested in the bolt version. Yeah, you literally left us, and I went, "Where's Ivy?" Has you anybody can, seen As Ivy? if she was our child, Juan says, you lost her. And I'm like, what? Because <laughs> you decided adult. to run off to try to find Bolt merch. She's Bolt. Adult. We have phones. It'll be fine. Anyways, so we're here today to talk about Agent Cody Banks. Um, and I would say, like, oh, how was everyone's week? But you know what? You and I, we just talked about the cave. We just talked about Juan. I hope and we talked about me eating silk. <laughs> We talked about me eating my corn dog and my broccoli. So I think that's, I think we're good. I think we've had enough catching up. I think we swelling, The swelling in my head has gone down. I forgot about that. I didn't even realize that you had a, a <laughs> I didn't even realize you had a head. Still a little swollen. Week before? It's, um, well, now that's all I'm going to see. Yeah, it was the 24th. So yeah, yeah. two weeks the ago. wind hit a, the wind made the car door hit your head. You look like Jason Voorhees right now. Child Jason Voorhees from the swamp. Okay. First she looks like JoJo. Now she looks like Jason <laughs> Voorhees. I don't well, know yes. how I'm supposed to take any of these comments. At least it's not on the eye though, right? Because the vent thing that fell on you was the eye. It didn't... Well, yes and no. It fell right here on... Kind then why is it on your forehead? My cheek or no, the the gutter fell on my cheek <laughs> slash or the gutter. <laughs> the car door hit my head. The black eye is kind of going down, but it's still there. Wait, what is okay. the black eye from then? From when Getting the door punched? hit me in the head. Oh, it hit both? I thought it was just your forehead. No, it literally just hit my head, but then I had a black eye on like the inner corner of my eye yeah you can still get you can still take oh. like damage to like few parts of your face the, even your if it's blood not yeah because yeah, that yeah. was what when the gutter when the gutter hit me it hit me right <laughs> the here gutter. but the black eye was coming from the inside wow. yeah your eye is a sensitive place don't fuck with it what a life you live such a dangerous life i know you've you're so dangerous you're so wild and dangerous I had two black eyes within the year of 2019. You know why? And that's because you make me feel like a dangerous woman. But none in 2020, right? Probably because you were home all the time. Because we all were. Even more. I don't think I had any in 2020. <laughs> I, I like how you had to actually think about like yeah. your injuries and your well, history. It with sounds them. like it sounds yeah. like this. These things were very dangerous. 
and you guys were were doing a lot of stunt stunt. But work. you know what? I did You're not, not the have only person. Uh, Frankie Muniz there to catch me. Yeah, it seems like it seems like between you and the gutter, that was a scene of stunt work. Um, I was gonna say just... you and you and Agent Cody Banks share 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 injuries. He also had a black eye at some point in this movie. I think. I think. After... Okay. Yeah, it's after it's after Emotep punched him. Oh my god, I also kept calling him Emotep on the on the thing. Okay, well let's get into Agent Cody Banks, okay? Okay. Agent Cody Banks a 2003 <laughs> American spy comedy film directed by Harold Zwart. Yeah, that's a name. So I looked up Harold Zwart. He is a Dutch and Norwegian film director who has directed this movie as well as The Pink Panther 2. Oh. The Karate Kid starring Jaden Smith. Okay, he gets points for that one. That and was good. That one's all right. everyone's favorite movie based on a book series. The Mortal Instruments, City of Bones. Oh, God. Oh, he lost God. Not this. He lost City me of again. Bones. We were just talking about those books on our stream. We didn't. Yeah. Read them. And we talked about how no one watched them. I saw the movie in theaters with my sister and never watched it again. You said enough. Enough. Um, so that's who directed this movie. Uh, this movie is about um, Frankie Muniz, Cody Banks. A 15-year-old boy who has to finish his chores, avoid getting grounded, and save the world by going undercover for the CIA as a James Bond-type super spy. Super spy. International <laughs> super spy. <laughs> uh, the movie stars Frankie Muniz, obviously. Hilary Duff, Angie Harmon, Keith. Keith David, Cynthia Stevenson, Daniel Roebuck, Daryl Hammond, Ian McShane, and Arnold Vosloo. The movie was filmed in British Columbia, Canada. Oh, the British. The Norwegian and the British. was released in the U.S. on March 14th, 2003. The budget was $28 million. Again, $28 million. Juan, what do you think that box office was? Okay, so 28 million. I'm going to say this movie didn't do great because of a lot of reasons. So I'm going to go 35 million, barely scratching it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ivy, do you want to guess or no? Oh, okay. I'm trying to factor in it having Inflation. Hillary Duff. Well, we'll just Hillary Duff being in the movie, which did the inflation in. of Hillary Duff inflating the movie's. You know, I'll say interest. It's it's more than one. Two million. Okay. Million. And if we go in the middle of your answers, we get the real answer, which is fifty-eight point eight million. Okay, so it made double what it what it cost. Yeah. Um. The movie bit. was uh the first big 
film thing that uh, Hilary Duff did. You know, she had her Casper meets Wendy phase, but you know, then she was doing Lizzie McGuire. Um, Lizzie McGuire, and like other than Casper meets Wendy, which was directed DVD, VHS, whatever, and Lizzie McGuire movie. This was her first thing, her first thing on the big screen that wasn't Lizzie. Lizzie, this was Natalie. Lizzie. Lizzie. Um, obviously, Frankie Muniz, a film star at this point. He did everyone's favorite movie about a dog. My dog, Skip. Oh, God. I don't know if he did anything else in theaters. Biffle? Before was Biffle before this? Oh, yeah, it probably was, huh? Biffle? Uh, I'm so sorry that I forgot. <laughs> fat liar. Oh, Biffle, as it's come to be known. Yeah, Big Biffle. Fat Liar was 2002. Agent mm. Cody Banks was 2003, and then everyone's favorite movie about a zebra, Racing Stripes, was 2005. Oh God, he was a zebra. Yes, um, and this was also Angie Harmon who plays his handler in the movie, whose name is Veronica. I learned that the. At the end of the movie, I learned that. I I just kept writing Veronica! Angie Harmon all over my notes. I, I was like, they said it multiple times. I didn't hear that. Um, half of the time, they just called her Veronica. What? As you do with the name Veronica. That's how you short it. Drop the the just Veronica. That's why that not just Vidal? Social network, right? Anyways, um, that's what you do in Spanish. Oh my god, the social network? Andrew Garfield. This says... Not him. Is this even true? Like, I don't even... I could believe this, but also I couldn't. Um, this says one of the movie's executive producers um, was Madonna. Shut what? the hell up. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's true. I think that's a lie. Where are you reading this? Wakabadabada? No. This says the film's executive producers include Madonna, whose then production company Maverick Films acquired the script, and Jason Alexander from Seinfeld, and the prince is having a ball. That that Jason Alexander. He was originally attached to direct, and then he was replaced by someone who was also replaced by the dude who did the Karate Kid that we talked about. I think someone's lying to you because that doesn't seem like a factual statement rooted well, in Well, she does she does have a, a movie like a production company. I'm gonna check her IMDB. Madonna. And I'm okay. gonna check her producer's credits. Okay. Please update us on that. Um anyways, uh at the time, Frankie Muniz was paid Two million dollars for this movie, and he was the highest paid child actor at that point since Macaulay Culkin. Go, Frankie. Go, Frankie. Go, Frankie. Who do you think is the biggest child actor now? Jojo Siwa. I mean, well, I mean, technically. Probably one of those Stranger Kids boys or girl. Oh, that's true. Millie Bobby Brown, maybe. (laughs) Probably Millie Bobby Brown. Most paid child actor 2021. Jojo Siwa is like a billionaire. Yeah, but, but she's not an actor. I was, but she's also I not mean, a she is. Anymore. Well, she did yeah, acting she... on Nickelodeon, but yeah. not anymore. Mm. I yeah, pulled probably up this... Millie. I pulled up this article. Or the says... or the it kids. How old is this article? Well, one of them did both, so 
Finns probably. Probably this Finn article, Wolfhard. This article says Jacob Tremblay. <gasps> and Jacob the Tablerone, and yes. the other bitch, the the dude from It that smoked weed. That guy, he was in um, what? Luka, wasn't he? Is he? Jack <gasps> <Luka>? Grazer. <laughs> Y'all, the weed apology. I cannot kid? believe Madonna is credited as a as really an executive is producer for <laughs> both the movies, both of them. No, and the sequel. Oh, we will talk sequel. about number two. I feel like Jacob Tremblay or McKenna Grace. Oh my God, McKenna Grace stays booked and busy. That she really does everything. When she I watched the most, when I watched the most recent season of The Handmaid's Tale, and she was on there, I was like, "What the fuck is McKenna Grace doing in The Handmaid's Who's Tale?" Who's McKenna Grace? Uh, she played young. In- she played young Tanya Harding, and I Tanya. That girl. She was on Fuller House. She's always like younger, but she's in. I think she's the younger Captain Marvel. She looks yeah, like she, she is. looks exactly like Kiernan Shipka. Yeah, she looks like Kiernan Shipka, but like in child form. Like if you just she shrunk her looks down, exactly <laughs> like Kiernan Shipka. But she's booked and busy. She does everything. She also played young Sabrina. Yeah. Oh. Because well, it was after everybody. Sense. It was after the first season of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina came out and everybody kept pointing out how much McKenna Grace looked like her. So in season two, she played young Sabrina. Who does she play in The Handsmaid's Tale? She's been it since 2011, I guess. She was, no, she was she only was the in handmaid the season. With the tail. She, she uh, was only I'm in getting the like she played uh, Mrs. Keys. She was like a 13-year-old kid that was married to some like grown-ass man and she what? killed and, yeah, she was married to some grown-ass man. Oh wait, wait, don't say anything. I haven't seen this. I haven't seen the new season. I know. I know. I'm just scared. I'm scared. <laughs> okay, I'm always so scared like to watch that show. Like I'm so scared. Oh my god, why are these articles giving me a countdown? One article was saying Jaden Smith his net worth is like $8 million, but that doesn't seem like a lot, no? No. Not in today's standards. Aren't we all just worth that? Definitely worth more than that. Jojo Siwa is worth, this says $12 million, but she's also an adult now, correct? Yes. yes. She's like 19, I think. 18, 19. Okay. Who is this it? This one says Who it is- might be Millie Bobby Brown. I feel like Millie or Jacob Tremblay or... Because she's got Godzilla money. Yeah, that that's what it, it was mentioning. This yeah, mentioned she has, she has Stranger Kids and Godzilla money. Actor. Yeah, and then Jacob Tremblay has everything else. <laughs> has this, all the indie movie money. Who the fuck is Chandler Riggs? Uh, he was in uh The Walking Dead, I think. Gross. R- but he's not oh, a kid this anymore. Bitch. I don't think. This bitch. Well, she's got to be an adult now. Remember this bitch. The one from Bridge to Terabithia that everybody... She's the number one person on TikTok that people... They're like, who's a celebrity that you hate and you have no reason to? It's always Bailey Madison. Everybody's like, the side of her face just pisses me off. Oh my god. Oh, she is in Bridge to Terabithia. Interesting. Yeah, she was the little sister. I never... I read the book, didn't see the movie. We'll talk about it on the podcast, though. Oh god. Anyways. Okay, so the highest paid actor is no longer Frankie Muniz, but at in 2003, it was. It was Frankie Muniz. It was Frankie. 
Um, apparently, this movie was um, came to be because MGM, the studio, they were trying to make movies that were less expensive, uh, that could appeal to younger and niche audiences. So they said, let's get Angie Harmon. Let's get let's get her shown her cleavage in this movie, and let's get a little Frankie Muniz from Malcolm in the Middle. Let's make a movie. So that's what happened there. And I bet you're thinking, was this rotten or fresh on Rotten Tomatoes? And I'll tell you, it, it's got oh, a 39% rotten rating. Um, Just so what that. I thought. Movie got mixed reviews. Um, no word from Roger Ebert. But I can tell you that this movie opened at number two opening weekend behind Bringing Down the House. Starring what the hell Queen is Latifah that? Well, Queen Latifah, Steve Martin, no. That was the downfall of Queen Latifah's acting for a bit. I think she went she went through a downward phase before she had to pick it back up with Chicago. Hairspray. Chicago was before that. <laughs> Chicago was prior to this year, but anyways. I don't think so. Okay. Um. Obviously, there was a sequel. We talked about Madonna produced both. Um, Madonna. Agent Cody Banks to Destination London. Weirdly, it came out the following year instead of like two years later is usually what happened. Came out the following year in 2004. Like exactly a year later in March 2004. Um, Hilary Duff was not in that. Angie Harmon was not in that. Uh, instead, they brought in Anthony Anderson and Hannah from S Club 7. Because S Club, you know, party like an S Club party, right? Um, so S-Club there's that. And all those boy bands. And then they never, um, yeah, exactly. The, the Jonas Brothers sang about them once. Um, but, you know, they, they didn't make a third. Uh, Agent Cody Banks 2 only made uh, $28.8 million at the box office oh, against God. a $26 million budget. That's not good. You don't have to be. <laughs> you're gonna have to be in the biz to know that that's not good, guys. Um, but I'll tell you what. A little spoiler for my history. I saw Agent Cody Banks two before I saw Agent Cody Banks one. So we'll get to in that. theaters. You were one of the three people that saw it. No, I didn't see it in theaters. Um, also, this was interesting. Um, so in the movie, there's like a couple lines that have not aged well about like. The, that the first Hillary Duff, and Hillary Duff, yes, oh. they are asking if Cody is in special ed. And apparently, when the movie came out on DVD, um, they 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 like put a little apology on the DVD to be like, we were sorry about that. Like, not on mine. I I think Ooh. I still have my DVD too. I I, sh- I should check because. Yeah. I originally, I've owned this on VHS for years, and I think just within the past two years or something, I bought it and the sequel on DVD, and I saw no notice. Well, but it's okay, uh, because Hillary Duff redeemed herself when she was like, don't say gay. Yeah. That's so girl, girl who's wearing a top. <laughs> wearing a skirt a top. <laughs> um, Apparently it said, regarding the references to special ed in the movie, we in no way meant to be insensitive to kids with special educational needs. Rather, it was meant to show how cruel kids can be to one another. As you have seen, Cody overcomes his own speech problems and saves the day. Thank you to those who brought this to our attention. We will be mindful of of it in the sequel. 
He doesn't even fucking have speech problems. He's just nervous. He's just stuttering. Yeah. He's just straight. It's not like throughout the movie he's like stuttering. That's yeah, it's not a speech impediment. He's literally just nervous. I think he's I think he might be on the spectrum. He's just like talking to a girl and he doesn't know how. He's just straight. He's just gross and straight. That's the whole point of the movie is that he's gross and straight. Um, I looked at the trivia for this and nothing really um stuck out to me except for the fact that uh apparently Hillary Duff heard about this movie being like in the works when Frankie guest starred on Liz McGuire. I thought he guest starred because of this movie. But I guess I was wrong. He said, come be my Bond girl in this shitty cheap movie. <laughs> and come also- be my Bond girl where you do nothing but question me, but also for right for right reasons. That Lizzie McGuire episode is so weird when don't they just like date and then he's like, I gotta go. I gotta go die now, BRB. Like I isn't that a thing? Like they're like love interests. I think so. Like, I don't know why he comes. It's like Corbin Blue's one appearance in the pilot of Hannah Montana until seasons later. This character. But he was like a character there. Frankie Muniz played himself, who for some reason was in Lizzie's town. Aaron Carter came to town. I was going to say, so did Steven Tyler came to town. Like, why is everyone coming to Lizzie's town? But yeah, he, he. Showed up and then they like Aaron hung Carter out. His music video shoot in Lizzie's town. Merry Christmas, Lizzie McGuire. Oh, Anyways, um, but yeah, that was like really the the more interesting thing I saw here on the uh, trivia. Um, well so, work. what's everyone's history with the film? Let's start with Ivy because she asked to be here today. So I asked my mom yesterday if we went and saw this in theater because i couldn't remember mom said she doesn't think we did i don't think we did but i have owned it on vhs for the majority of my life and as i said just recently bought the dvd within the past few years um but i always loved it in it as a kid i liked it because it had hillary duff in it that was why i watched it i'm pretty sure but i always liked it and the sequel and they were very entertaining to me as a child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So poor quality of choice is what I'm hearing from you. <laughs> didn't Ivy? Didn't you say we always rip on the movies you have on DVD? Yeah. <laughs> I think I was looking up a specific tweet from myself the other day. I don't remember what I was looking up, but um. I was live tweeting the third Cheetah Girls, and the first tweet I said was, I know y'all are going to say, who owns this on DVD? And I am one of them. It's interesting. That's interesting. Interesting. I'm just saying, okay, because I'm just saying, because I don't think I've ever actually, I want to say I've never seen this movie, but so many images came to mind, but that might also be because I think this was on one of the previews for a, a VHS that I had growing up. Mm-hmm. Could be. I've like, got some movies like that. I don't. I don't know what VHS or what DVD that it belonged to, but I remember just watching like the trailer for Agent Cody Banks and seeing him like skateboarding out of an yeah. explosion. That's me with um, shit. What was the monkey movie, Buddy? 
it was a preview before the Matilda, before the Matilda VHS, and there's always that part of her opening up the double doors, and she stands on the balcony and just like. <laughs> well, that's like that's like that's like that's like hello world. This, this is, is me. That's like the Saddle Club because I had it. Be, it came on before she the said, witches ghost, like Scooby Doo and the witches ghost. Horizon shine. <laughs> I hate it here. I loved. I love knowing that. Like, I feel like I know these things that I've never seen only because they were tr- like trailers. Like Lucas, y'all know that movie Lucas. I love Lucas. You know, I love me some fucking bugs. <laughs> Lucas used to come on. I think before. I think it might have been Matilda, if not Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost as well, or some Scooby Doo movie. I used to watch the Scooby Doo movies that I had so many times. But Lucas used to come on, and it would be like. Why did I want? Why did I want to watch Lucas so bad? And I, th- I realized it now because I thought he was cute. I know specifically before a Cinderella story, there's a preview for Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, and it <gasps> ends. With, um, it ends with the woman knocking on the door, and she's like, "Housekeeping," and then that thing. I remember that. Like, oh, it's, it's the third one. <laughs> yeah, I do remember. Oh that. yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, I looked up, buddy. And I'm sorry, it's the mom from fucking yours, yours, mine, and ours, and a gorilla. Yes. Yeah, and this this was made by Jim Henson, like the Creature Shop. Like that's they made the gorilla suit. I've never that preview was before Matilda. I still have the VHS in the basement, and there's literally just a part where she rolls her tongue so loud. Yes, it's <laughs> it aggressive. Like so loud. <laughs> interesting okay Juan was that your whole history that was pretty much my history connecting it to Ivy's <laughs> wow um I rented Agent Cody Banks 2 from my local uh rental place no not my, my <gasps> grocery store I've talked video? about this oh. <laughs> my grocery store had like a movie rental section when they tore it down I was pissed but when they when they were like we're gonna get rid of this I was able to go like you could purchase the used DVDs, so I got like my copy of She's the Man that I had rented like ten times, and I'm like, I deserve remember to when, have that. Uh, remember when my local movie store was closing down a couple years ago, and I sent you all that picture that they had um, Harriet the Spy Blog Wars? Oh yeah, who the fuck wants that? <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is gonna buy this? I. Um, I wish I had taken advantage when the blockbuster near my house was shutting down. I would have snatched so many things, so many I, games. I got like some. I remember getting like Mary Kate and Ashley, like the so little time, because they come out in like little volumes, volumes. And I remember, yeah, I got some at at the blockbuster. And I remember the worker being like, "Olsen twins, nice." I'm like, "Shut the fuck up." Volumes of DVDs are the stupidest fucking it's- thing. Because I have. Uh, Sunny with a Chance Volume 1. It's got like the first, I don't know, maybe five episodes. And I've had it since I was a kid. And then last year for my birthday, my friend Morgan found it at Kmart or Big Lots or something. <laughs> and now Not I have the bottom, two, bottom of the barrel. I have two copies now of Volume 1 of Sunny with a Chance on DVD. They would do that all the time, like specifically with kids stuff. Yeah, because I feel like they knew that like you would get them all. Because like I have Lizzie McGuire volumes, and they're always like totally crushing. So it's like only episodes about crushes. And I'm like, I have a couple. What of order are these in? 
I have a couple of <laughs> Hannah Montana ones. Or when Disney would release the uh the like Wish on a Star volume where they had all those episodes that came out in the same night. Or like they- the holiday like the episodes and like okay. But I want the whole the, season all the of that's episodes so of um that's so sweet life of Hannah Montana, all the different ones. Yeah, that was some bullshit. I'm still pissed because I believe so little time like those volumes if even if you buy them all which i think i do have them like you miss like a few episodes and i i don't i haven't checked since then but sense. like years ago i remember like wanting the full box set of so little time and i think it was like 80 dollars. and i was I, I was in like right. high school and i'm like i don't have 80 dollars, please Anyways, i will never so- financially recover if i invest <laughs> I'm going to lose my house over this. So I rented Agent Cody Banks 2 from my grocery store, and I loved it. I was like, yes, what a film. This is cinema. The the symphony playing at the end. The, the guy Hell, singing. That's the most aggravating thing is that that shit is not on Spotify. The symphony oh, doing God. that end number. I want it on my movie score playlist, and it's not on there. It'll Woodwind Buddy, happen. all of it. Like, this is how I Woodwind knew Cody Buddy. Banks. Yes. Like, I think I had seen the commercials from like Disney or Nickelodeon for the first one, and I was like, okay, I get it. And I didn't need to watch that one going into Agent Cody Banks, too. I was like, okay, I get it. He's a spy or some shit. So He's I really spy. liked that one. And then for I saw this first one a few years ago when I was like, I guess I should see the origin story, huh? Um, and I watched it and I said, Hillary Duff did a great job. And Done. That's all I'll say about that. You know what I do remember though is the trailer would always have that part where he tells his brother, like, I'm a secret agent working for the CIA. And then his brother goes, Whatever. That was mm-hmm. always in the trailer. Can anyone relate? Well, because I remember like hearing that voice and assuming it was like a girl saying whatever, because it was the 2000s. Only girls were saying whatever that way. Um and then I found out it was a brother, and I said, okay. We love, you know, not traditional gender roles. Good for him. Um, okay. Let's go ahead and get into <laughs> the notes here, since no one can remember that from the trailer that I'm talking about. So, Cody, a little boy, 15-year-old boy, you know, waking up, shirtless, getting breakfast. Uh, I just found it weird that they, like... I'm like, okay. Like we've seen Malcolm without a shirt off before, but I'm like, what a choice. Because they wanted you because they wanted you to believe that this kid is supposed to be like older and hot, but like not and can kick ass. Like, I'm not gonna lie. At first I was like, what I have thought he would have been hot, but then I was like, No. No. See, see, when I was a kid, me having a crush on every freaking like main character in a movie ever i honestly don't think i had a crush on frankie muniz in this movie i think it's just frankie muniz (laughs) no disrespect to him but like he was i think he was just pigeonholed as like that malcolm kid and like miracle in lane 2 and my dog skip he never played like cool characters big fat Fat liar was like the coolest one when they pranked paul giamatti but yeah he was like the dork so yeah i can see like that's why i was like w- even lizzie mcguire wouldn't go out with you frankie Munoz, but whatever 
Anyways, so uh, we see his family. He's got the mom from the Airbud movies. Yes, he has that dad that was in like everything. He's got the dad, dad from Quince that was also um, who he blew up on Lost. That's a funny scene. On Lost, he got blown he up. Blew, he blows up. Oh, he blows up. Everyone, I thought you meant like he got like real famous because of Lost. No, look up Lost. I think his name is like Arnst. He's like a doc. You know, he's a science teacher, and he's like talking to them about dynamite. He's like, "You, we have to be very careful and like transport this dynamite." And as he's talking, he blows up, and then like pieces of him fall down, and like <laughs> Hurley's like, "There, it's like all over them." It's great. Um, so uh, yeah, that's the family. The brother Alex. The brother Alex, who's like a money grubbing little freak, going like, "I need a raise." In my allowance. Because of the chores. The guinea pigs that we never see. We see them like twice. We do. Someone wasn't, wasn't paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. I've been busy. Um, Ew. Okay, wait. The little brother has a line where, where he's like, because they're like, you're almost 16 and I've gone on twice as many dates as you. And he's like, hanging out in your tree houses in a date. And he's like, when you're playing doctor, it is. Like, what is that? That, yeah, that, that was disgusting. So gross. That, that, that was what they should have apologized for on the DVD box. That seems nasty. Truly. That does not hold up well at all. Um, does that mean they were, like, getting naked? Let's not get into it and talk about children being naked. Thank you. Um, I, I hate this movie. So then we have the scene where the mom, this random mom, leaves her toddler in a parked car. Is this San Francisco? This mom, Why is this road so hilly? So angled. This looked like fucking Princess Diaries with this car this, going down. This, this was shot in Mount Everest. Decorated <laughs> this, to look like suburbia. This was so weird. Like, this mom goes to put something in the mail and she left her toddler Why is she the looking car. at the mail? Why is she <laughs> looking at her mail like, mm-hmm, just making sure that I wrote on this? <laughs> and then he messes up the parking brake. And then he's Bye, going down. Fucker. Yeah, and then Cody, who is skateboarding so well, you can't at all tell that that's a 30-year-old man as a stunt With double. With this intense fucking skating music going on. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's able to <laughs> save the kid and stop the car. Save the cheerleader, save the world. Why did he um, look like... For a second, I thought he was gonna... Because he grabs him to the back of the car, and for a second, I was like, is he gonna try to pull the car back with like some superhero strength and like just put his heels to the ground and just like and then when he went to the front and he did the same thing with the skateboard i'm like baby what are you doing what are you are you trying to stop this car um yeah so this, is what he was trying to do. this was just a weird scene like i don't really understand what we're doing here because like we don't know that he went to this this camp where they train these spies are we just supposed to be no. like oh he's somehow has i thought like this like is this? how he got recruited i thought this was his origin that's story. what i thought too i didn't remember i was like oh people see him and then they're like come with us that's i thought yeah happened. i thought it was gonna be like he's a spy yeah kind of thing not at all what happens um and then we get uh we have the little CIA portion of the movie where Keith David, the cat from Coraline, uh, is like, here's the lowdown. We've got Dr. Connors, who, like, is part of Iris, 
Eris, Eris. Aries? Eris. Aries. Whatever. Eris. London Tipton, Eris. I don't understand this whole fucking plot of this okay, Eris so let and me the break nano it down. bots. So we have we have Emotep, who is working yes, for Ian McShane. Yeah, Ian McShane in this goddamn movie. Critically acclaimed, like uh, award-winning actor Ian McShane, um, and he has Emotep, who has the ugliest haircut you have ever <laughs> seen. It's basically the logo of this evil he has company. Brand logo. I <laughs> hate that. Um, and he has just like a scar that just does not stop. It's like he got his throat slit and then just re restitched back together. And it's the most awful fucking special effects. It looks like a piece of tape that they had the staples or stitches yeah. or whatever. And they just line the tape along his neck. I love that. And he, yeah, they're the bad guys. And then they have this professor who's inventing nanotech to save the planet from oil spills. Because at this point, that's our main enemy. That's our global enemy is the oil spill. Everyone had just seen an inconvenient truth. Yes. Um, but then they're trying to they're trying to they're trying to destroy the world because evil men like war question mark. I don't understand. They're trying to take over the world with nanobots that can eat stuff. With metabots. And then we have the US government going with this technology, they can break down our infrastructure and tear down our military. I'm like, why does no one ever think of like we could maybe just stop them and then use this technology to fix the planet? Just maybe. Like maybe maybe put it in a landfill. The nanobots eat the land, Phil. If the nanobots eat everything in their path, how would putting them in the water to stop oil spills not also kill the animals? Because you can because you can program them to recognize certain things. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, they yeah. he had to like they would go crazy yeah. cuckoo bananas without the programming. That's why they're on ice. That's where they're yeah, that's where they're yeah, yeah. ice cold. What's um what's the plot? Of the second one with the the fuck should I know? The, I'm asking. Um, they're lunchbox. Um, they're they're implanting the two thingies to um all of the world leaders to try to control all of their opinions and um I guess take over the world like that. Like they're they're mind controlling all of the like heads of each country. I do recall the teeth implants. That's a better plot. The second one is just better. I'm saying it right now. Okay. Um, I but, do think plotline wise, the second one is better. Yeah. I just Is Frankie Muniz better in this in the second one? Is he not such a little freak pervert? Yeah, he's not as creepy. Thank Christ. But yeah, that's the main plot. That's the plot of this movie. We got okay. evil people, nanobots, emo tapped, and Ian McShane. Right, thank you. So the CIA had started this summer camp thing under the guise wait, of a summer camp where they were actually recruiting kids. And then the second one starts at the summer camp, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, the, and okay, like then their I head person seen gets the like second one. Right? Yeah, and there's kidnapping the kids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. that is the second one. So Cody has already been trained. Wait, we don't have to see. That is nice, I guess, that we don't have to see like a whole thing of yeah. him being picked and then a trained montage. and everything it's like okay he has the skills he's just been waiting to be called 
Okay, but truthfully, I would have rather seen a montage of him and gotten rid of all of the, the titty panty jokes in this movie. And let's he's, get to that. He's fully waiting to be called up, like um, Tom Holland's first Spider-Man movie where he sends Happy the 50 text messages, and he's like, hey, Happy, leaving school. Just wondering when, when I'm When you need me. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> That's fully Cody. He's like, what um, am I going to do shit? Yeah, we see Cody being made fun of by his classmates. That girl, who I think is the girl from um, the Santa Claus 2, who, like, the son was had a crush on. Um, he's, like, trying to talk to her, and she says that special headline, and, and all the friends... No, 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 no. She doesn't. Hillary Duff says that line. No, they she, both she says it too. Multiple times. Oh my god! It's like no matter where he goes, someone says that to him. That's the whole thing. Well, um, maybe he needs to get tested. And one of these, one of these, um, first of all, <laughs> in the like locker room, one of the people in the background, I thought it was Logan from Zoe 101, but it's just someone who looks like him. I think it's just a blonde boy. But anyways, we have Mickey from Shameless. Oh no, that's at the other school. Wait, yeah, you're sorry. getting ahead of yourself. What's happening? Sorry, sorry. So Angie Harmon, apparently her name is Veronica, shows up in this locker room. How the, this adult and- woman is allowed to go into this children's locker room? I'll this never know. Actual yeah. like middle school locker room. If with that- hot in here by Nelly playing in the. <laughs> oh yeah, I thought I was gonna say I was gonna say it was ah oh, so honey. No, it is not that. It no. might as well have been. It's hot in here by Nelly because it's on my movies playlist because of this movie. <laughs> of course. Isn't as that doesn't that song come out like today? So hot. Like I keep. Oh no. It hurts. Maybe the music video. I just keep saying like anniversary posts about it. Anyways, um, so yes, she comes in, and all these boys are just rock hard even some of them who can't get an erection rock hard disgusting yeah very weird scene and then cody's like oh i didn't expect my partner to be like and she's like i'm not your partner i'm your mary counselor. had a little lamb oh my god that scene i hate bubblegum bubblegum in a dish what the hell was this when i go when I go to Arizona speaking. to come visit you guys and you all like pick me up from the airport, I'll just be like Miss Mary Mac 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 all dressed in black. <laughs> yeah, we'll hold a sign that says that with all the drivers. I'm sorry. Juan, does she think we're picking her up at the airport? <laughs> I'll get my other friend that goes to ASU to pick me up then. I don't know. Does I've never thinks, picked up anyone in the airport. It sounds confusing. Airport? I don't know. <laughs> One time, one and I got lost on the way. Where were we, going? <laughs> we went to a concert and it took us to the airport. Yeah, we were going to a concert at the, in like the Google, like the maps, Siri, whatever, had taken us. I don't know what. what I don't know what the hell was wrong with her. Happening maybe on the original route, but she made us go through the airport. She made us go to the airport and was like loop around the airport, like just fucking do do fucking donuts in the airport is what she wanted, basically. She's like, pick someone up at the airport, and then I want to know. What I want to know is how these kids explain to their parents that they have a job basically straight out of high school because obviously they don't have to go to college for criminal justice or shit. They're basically already CIA agents. How do you just explain I mean, to your parents that you're already a CIA agent? Ivy, I mean, JROTC. 
I think you just move away. Let's be okay, but for real though, there's that scene where the guy, after everything's explained, after they're like, we, and then that military guys are like, it's like, we have child agents? What the hell? And I'm like, honey, have you not seen your local high school slash middle school and all those kids doing JROTC being like, I'm in the military? There's a bougie ass school near me that has a full on shooting range in the basement. And we went there for our solo and ensemble contest. And my friends and I were exploring the school and then we were all you heard was blocka, 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 blocka. we were literally looking around <laughs> the area of the um shooting range and we were fully just standing there and we were like oh my god they have a shooting range and it was like bah, 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 and we ran <laughs> oh my god they have a shooting range blocka, 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 blocka. <laughs> i assume i assume that like they may be the cia helps create the like again like a guise of like these kids are actually in college like we're gonna fake enroll you in this school. Probably, um, it's all lies. Um, they're 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 spy kids. Like it's like you still do your normal shit, but then you you're a spy on the side. Yeah, but apparently to work at the CIA, you have to love uh, riding a Segway. Get your humanities course. Oh yeah, they are they are like Paul Blart Mall Cop around the CIA base. That's all CIA agents are. They're just Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> Anyway, so Cody is briefed at the CIA. They're like, hey, this is Natalie, the daughter of the doctor, blah, blah, blah. You need to get close to her. And Take I, they're these. like, he, Cody's like, oh, no, she's hot. And then they said, um, she's a horse girl and she reads. <laughs> she there loves T.S. Eliot. Um, and emeralds. And then he gets some cool gadgets. Turquoise one. Oh, turquoise. One. He, he Sorry. gets some cool gadgets. Um, yeah, he gets he gets X-ray glasses so he can see fucking panties and bras. So he can stare at Veronica. Angie Herman. She's standing yeah. right next to him. Well, that was so sick. I'm like, okay, well, how many times are we gonna get her being objectified because she's like a grown woman by all these kids? I know. Because I wonder how Angie Herman felt about they this. Put her- Every top they put her in was like two sizes too small. The, just, the first top that was literally just like clips, like little clips. It was fully it like together. bra clips pulling it together. I did read that some of the like shots from the trailers have s- scenes where like she's wearing even more, more revealing stuff that they couldn't actually put in this movie. What lace panties? I was gonna say what more revealing? No, like just showing like in Savage X Fenty, like. <laughs> More cleavage than what she had in this movie. I know. I wonder if she like, she probably like signed on to this not knowing that that's what it was gonna be, and they like made these changes and she couldn't get out of it. She I'm gonna assume that, Hillary, that she probably hates it. She thought that Hillary Duff was gonna be the fake Bond girl in this, not knowing that it was her. Yeah. Um, and then Cody has his first day at this new prep school. Oh, wait, so apparently, because it's in Seattle, so he's also nearby Seattle. Hello, Seattle. I got love that whole city. Yeah, because uh, they give him that fat ass that's Seahawks, Seahawks hat. hat. They couldn't give him a normal Seahawks. I hat. literally was like, they could have have found a single like generic ball, like baseball, baseball cap. <laughs> no, I love it though. I would wear that. And also, he's a genius, but he's complaining about being in all these honors classes, but fully. When the CIA dude was explaining nanobots to him, Cody's like, oh yeah, pieces of 
blah 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 blah. But then they put him in honors classes, and he's like, "I've got so much homework." He's the he's that kid that's like he's me. He's the kid that was smart, but then was like, "I don't want to do any extra work. Like, don't make me work for anything." Uh, then we get to Mickey from Shameless, who takes his watch <gasps> and electrocutes himself. in this. Yeah. <laughs> He gets flash boiled. He does what that um what the scientist dude said when Cody kept making him repeat himself when he said he's gonna <laughs> again he said Sounds like Jojo Siwa. Yeah. Cody. He looks like Ivan Ooze just got his ass. Like that was some Ivan Ooze special effects. Cody talks to Natalie. This is where Hillary Duff says that special line. And also where this is uh, also where he goes. Are those books? Yeah. <laughs> oh, are those books? And he says, "I love T. S. Eliot. She's great." Blah blah blah. T. S. Eliot is a man. She was like so upset that he didn't know that. <laughs> she said, "How like, dare you?" Shut um, up. And then they have the driver's ed scene <gasps> with this like viciously stereotypical yes, Asian man. This was racist. This that was movie. so racist, and I was terrified of him as a child. You were terrified of Asian people. That's what this movie no. did to I'd you. I'd be scared of Asian people. <laughs> like my podcast co-host isn't Asian. You're terrified. Um, yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, damn, this this isn't, this this isn't is holding not up it. well as far as... Literally you know, everything was like back to back, like attacks on me just being like, how much more am I going to take before I turn this off? No, he was so scary as a kid whenever he was screaming with, like, puke still left on his face. Oh, because he was dedicated to the bit. That was gross. Yeah, like, <laughs> calm down. Um, Yeah, because, like, he's over here yelling at, like, Hillary Duff, blah, blah, blah. And then Cody does his stunt Spear racing. Packer fucking... <laughs> One going at an angle. On the he, literally, he literally was doing great up until he did that stunt. Yeah, that's what it went overboard. Like, no one needs to do that. And, like, Hillary Duff it, was into it, and then her friends are like, leave her alone. They were like, okay, oh, my God, I'm you sorry, but with Hillary Duff, who drives that bad? Even their first time driving. I feel like you're in a car so much of your... You get the gist Maybe she's not. Truly, I have... Never oh yeah, her dad's anymore. like not around. Well, I have a theory. And we don't see a mom. I think oh. that kids shouldn't get their license at fifteen. Like I, I don't think kids should be driving. That's not at when any they point. get them. They get them at sixteen. Yeah, you know say. what I mean. I got like, my permit at fifteen. No, no, no. But like kids start learning at like 13, 14, You know what I mean to start getting ready for their permit at fifteen. Okay, some kids no. do. say so. Ivy, some kids do. Because I have do. high schoolers that were like, "Yeah, I'm practicing for my permit test." I'm like, "What?" You're 14. They're like, yeah. I agree. Way too early. Like, like if the, if you can't drink until you're 21, you can't drive until you're 21. You can hit. You can do both of them because at the same time. Those go hand you in hand 21. because you need to make sure you're drinking and driving. Is that what? You yeah, mean? I was gonna say. So get the people eager to go drive to drink and then do them at the same time. Well, no, no. Well, no, because then you 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 when you first start driving, you're so scared of fucking up. Yeah. That like if you're 21, like you think well, you're yeah, drink but and that, drive? that 16 to 21 gives you a buffer that you know, like Yeah, and least... then you get too comfy. Oh my god. I got my license at 
my my family made it a rule of you get your permit at 16 you get your license at 17 so that's what my brother and i did and then you didn't start driving until you were 21. yeah because i have i had really bad anxiety about it okay daredevil Shit. Were you one okay, of the cool kids driving to, to die on the road I I was one of the older ones in my grade. Honestly, I just got my license to drive myself to concerts. Mm. Work. Okay, mood. Uh, anyways, um, so yeah, the driver's ed scene. Then we have uh, the agency doing Cody's chores and homework. And then the parents come home and they're like, oh, parents, parents, we got to go. We got to go. And then they go, the parents go. Wow! If you never, if you never get a degree in anything, you can always be a janitor or something like that. I was like, okay. Did they say that? Now this movie's shitting on janitors. Yep. And then they blame oh, the fat guy for farting in that truck. They just automatically assume it was the fat guy. Why are they all piled into one truck? And we love a fart joke. Yeah, there they... were so many shit and fart jokes in this movie too. There so were. many shit and fart jokes. Um, and then we have, um, so Cody, by the way, like, this was when my notes got shorter. So jump in with things y'all want to talk about. But basically, um, Cody can't call Natalie. He's like, again, he's like talking to himself, trying to figure out how to call her, blah, blah, blah. He sounds like the, he sounds like the East, what is it called? The He sounds like the Golden Gate Killer, or whatever the fuck his name is, just going... <sighs> on the other end of the fucking phone like oh my was god Darth Vader. <laughs> Darth Vader was the golden gate killer the golden state killer that's what it was golden state whatever um but yeah and then we have like a montage of like these CIA workers ass, helping him that creepy ass scientist woman that was like the one with the hyena, the hyena. Yeah. My the cre- the creepiest one for me was the dude going. You have to smell. They have to smell your must. That they have was, to I'm like. Yes. I was like. I'm like. He's horny. He is. Or then they there's had to drag the him other away. the other scientist dude that straight up just pulls titties off of like an anatomy. And thing. he goes, "Don't you think God made these perfect?" And he starts going and starts getting Excuse nasty. Me? That's exactly what he does. Um, my favorite one was the lady that had the love pyramid, or what yeah. was it called? The relationship pyramid. Yeah. She was nice. She she was trying to be down to earth. And then there's the like army man who just starts ripping it, <laughs> just screaming at him. Love. Um, and then they make him talk to a hologram, which I'm pretty sure I had a crush on her as a kid. I a love sexy Pixel hologram. She was so like, pretty. <laughs> that was also a little stereotypical because it was like a hot Asian woman. Was she Asian? Yeah, I think so. I don't even remember this hologram. I'm just agreeing. At this point, I maybe I was just projecting being like, oh, he's racist. Everything is racism. It's basically like after everybody's yelled at him, then the CIA leader man is like, wait, we like got something else. And then they get this girl in like this all red, like pantsuit. And she's like, hey, Cody. And then he still can't talk to her. And the guy goes, hey, Cody, don't you like my big t- and then the CIA man's gr- like, great, he can't even fucking talk to a hologram. Um, because he's so rock hard. You think he's got time to concentrate on anything else? Well, then we have Cody saving Natalie from falling off of that ladder. 
She almost pulled a Gwen Stacy. I was like, he's going to pull that shit, but her head is going to hit that pavement hard as a rock. Is that, I thought Gwen was that he snapped her neck with the web. No, in the movie, in the new movie, she hit her head. Okay, well, we don't talk about the new movie. Don't say a word, Ivy. Ivy loves that one. Ivy, did you watch our Halloween video by chance? No, no, I haven't. Because there's a moment in that movie where you, or in the that video, where you will get mad at us for not Probably. knowing an answer to one of the questions. Is it about the Amazing Spider Man? No, it's about a certain horror movie that I know you love. Is it? it? Yes. We couldn't think of their name. Oh my god! He, Frankie asked us what are the what are the names of the Loser Club, and we were like, oh, oh, oh. I got Beverly. Bill, Bev, Ben, Eddie, Richie, Stan, Mike. Okay, so the thing about that is we didn't know those. <laughs> The thing about that is I only remembered Beverly last second. We literally were trying to think of Richie's name going, what the fuck is that kid's name? Like the gay, the gay one. What is that yeah. guy? The gay one. <laughs> Richie, who's, uh, who's like probably my favorite character out of all of them. I love Richie. You're so who you couldn't think of. Love that. Shut up. But yeah, so she falls off this ladder and he like is able to save her and she like slides down this fabric banner okay that this, this banister this school at, is rich. at my school that's butcher paper and she falling right through she's falling right through <laughs> it's like that's, it's, that's it's one her. of those pre-cut like football game butcher papers too where they have to pre-cut it <laughs> so the football players don't snag themselves and she would break her bones um but yeah so she uh she gets saved and then they're in the nurse's office and he, she's like you know i'm having a birthday party and i was wondering at first i thought it was going to be that the situation that always happens in the well, shows this is... with the nerd where she's like do you want to park cars at my party or something this is what? the first time that cody like blows his fucking cover because she says oh gymnastics or something she says like she did gymnastics as a kid and he's like they never told me that fucking idiot He's so dumb. Like he, he legitimately he blows dumb. his cover like four times in this movie. He's stupid. He does that, he, and then later she's like, "Oh, turquoise, blah blah,", blah. and he's like, "I know, <laughs> I know." Like, it's You're your not favorite. supposed to say that you know, and he's like, "Oh." Uh, anyway, so then at the birthday party, he shows up in that car. Her Vegas themed sweet sixteen. Who has a Vegas party? Fucking like, what is this? And why is Emotep allowed to gamble? Okay, I thought that too. Is she not weirded out by these random adults? Just I guess they must come by the house fairly frequently because they're just having an evil villains meeting, like in the fucking basement of this luxury cliffside villa in this giant cage elevator that like goes down the hills sideways. Uh. Cody gives her that the necklace like we mentioned with the turquoise apparently whatever. Um, it has a tracker on it. It has a tracker on it. Beep, How did boop, he not boop, know? Boop. I thought he fully knew about the tracker. It starts blinking when he puts it on her. That moment when he's like putting on her necklace the wrong way and she like backs up like or like she's gonna fall. That was so awkward. I'm like what the fuck is this? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that happens. Then Cody goes over to the lab. 
to see what's on the slam. Yes. He's in the is vent. That, is that when he beats the shit out of Noel Fisher? That's later. That's later. Uh, once he gets okay. back, he does that. But okay. he goes, he's over I here love... he's like trying to steal an ice cube. He puts it in his shoe. Idiot. Oh, yeah. Was he not literally listening to everything that they were saying? Because they were fully explaining the whole situation in front of him. <laughs> they literally said, eats everything in their path. And he's like, let me put this in my shoe. <laughs> this definitely won't eat through my goddamn rubber sketchers. <laughs> Um, he's able ups. he's able to get away um surprisingly uh and then this is when he beats up uh noel fisher from shameless beats well, up okay. those bullies so here's the thing he wouldn't have had to get away if he wouldn't have made so much goddamn noise in the vents mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he he was up in the vent and he could have just stayed there like this yeah exactly he was up in the vent on his cool little skateboard doodad and <laughs> coolest thing in this in this movie by the way no, the coolest thing was the iPod <laughs> with the little camera, and then it like hooked. Oh, on the, the yeah, the zipline. Yeah, okay, okay. Well, but he was on his little skateboard thing in the vent. They opened up the door. He wasn't making any noise until he started. He rolling, started going <laughs> rolling through the fucking vent system, making all this noise. So they're like, "Oh, he's gonna come out the top of the vent." And then the geese, and then Emotep so is like, "It was the just duck. a duck. It was just a duck." who may swim on the lake. Um, but yeah, so he beats up those bullies. And Natalie's like... Gets spotted by he's the in evil all guys my because they're still there. He's in all of my classes. Like, just because Not he beat strange. up these bullies. And he showed up in this cool car. Um, so then Angie Harmon is like, you can't see Natalie anymore. You're getting he gets too close. School, he gets in the school paper. Yeah. <laughs> the school paper goes... It takes reports on a function that didn't even happen during school hours. A birthday party. This kid beat up these other it. kids at another I bet school. She put him in the paper. It's because they captioned it like secret agent Cody Banks or whatever. Like this motherfucker couldn't have just been in karate or something. Hell no, he's a secret agent. Um, and then so he's like bummed that he can't see her anymore, and then she shows up at his house. She's like, hey, and they go to lunch. Yeah, and then pistachio ice cream. Not a fan either, Ivy. Not a fan either. Oh, Sarah, this is where we have you the... got something to say? Uh, I don't think I've ever had it before. I cannot. Uh, okay, so we all hate it. Be pro or, or, or against. Um, but this is when we have that fight with Emotep versus And the Cody. iconic waitress. Love her. The waitress. Natalie is kidnapped. Love that. Natalie gets kidnapped and Angie Harmon is like, we're gonna handle it. Go be a kid. Go, hey, go grow up. Go, you, throw, go up. throw up. He just got his ass beat after literally doing frying pan martial arts, like cast iron martial arts. <laughs> and then Emotep just goes, Hurata! He was pulling a full-on tangle back there in the kitchen, like poo, 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 poo. truly. How those men did not die? Have you ever even dropped a cast iron skillet on the those ground? Those bitches are heavy. Those bitches cracked the concrete. If you say so. Anyways, um, so Cody's like, mm, I'm. I, I'd rather go look for her. I don't want to just be a kid. Um, and we we go home. We find Alex playing with the gadgets. Idiot. And then Cody is like, okay, let me tell you, I'm 
a secret agent. I'm a spy. That fucking um the the phone from that spring break episode of Zoe 101. The tech uh, mate. The tech <laughs> <laughs> He's got Dragon Ball Z posters on his room. Um, so yeah, and his his brother is like he's gonna help him with the parents while he goes goes and looks for Natalie because he realizes that oh she's still got that tracker that I put on her. And he still has still the one thousand dollars or whatever, one million dollars. Yeah, no, I wrote that down because he's paying all these people to do shit, paying this like helicopter man, paying whoever the fuck else. The plane did. people. Yeah, the plane people. And it was five thousand dollars, and I, I was like, five thousand dollars is a lot, but it is not that much for him to be paying. Like, I would have these- given the little brother a hundred at the max. He's gonna hundred. think that's so much. As a child, I would have been crazy if someone gave me fifty dollars. Yeah. I would have been like, "I'm fucking rich. <laughs> Don't even look at me, you poor people." Yeah. Um. So then we have this whole like Johnny tsunami sequence cool. where it's Cloud the snowboard Nine. scene. Cloud Nine yeah. tried so hard and they failed. <laughs> Paul Hohen, you wish that your movie did this. I'm just kidding, Paul. This love was, you. All I put was "room, room, let's ride." This was Dove Cameron going down that big hill and almost dying. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and Cody literally sets a man on fire with his okay, snowboard. Yeah, that, that one snow ski that fell and made that giant ass explosion. This was drama. This was drama kaflama mama to the max. This was too I love damn explosions. Much. I love setting this man on fire. When the hell is there fire in the snow? It's like hard water it can't happen <laughs> it's hard i don't water. think that's how that works so who shows up when he needs some help it's angie Harmon in that jetpack suit he goes i threw away that tracker on that pin and she goes that was actually an 18 karat gold like solid gold pin that my mentor gave me what the fuck and like of course this snowboard that you're using is being tracked dumbass and she's in this Silver outfit that's the exact opposite of incognito. <laughs> no one will ever find me in this. Angie Harmon is just dressed as like a parody of yeah, like a Bond girl for, throughout this whole movie. Holy like if God. they made like a like a scary movie or like superhero movie, like those movies. This was this would this was it. the vampire suck of the James Bond universe. A hundred percent. Anyone see that one? I know Chelsea from That's What Raven was in it. Um, so she's like, listen, I'm going to help you. I'll, I'll help you go find Natalie. All right. So then they go over there. And poor Hilary Duff is locked in this room with like this futon and a camera. <laughs> At least I gave her a couch. She doesn't know what the hell is going on. And then Cody shows up and she's like, oh my god, they got you too. And he's like, no, I'm here to save you. And she's like, what? But she's Um, being so stupid at first because he comes in and tries to save her. And I understand her being skeptical, but she's also locked in this thing. And she's like, I'm not going anywhere until you tell me what's happening. (laughs) And then she's also like, are you proposing? And he's like, I'm hiding from the camera. Like, come on, come on, Natalie. It's not all about you. Um, also, why didn't he just stay in that little corner? Like, why did he? 
Yeah, did why he did not he think that this was being recorded? We like, had to get close to her. Yeah, why didn't he just say, "Stay there, don't like, don't act like, don't look at me." Someone. Yeah, I'm just gonna talk to you. You can just stand there. Um, yeah, that would have been smarter. But um, he tells her that he works for the CAA. I don't remember her reaction. She goes, "You're a liar." You're a liar, Lola. She, she literally doesn't believe him. <laughs> I wouldn't. If Frankie Muniz came up to you and told you he was in the CIA, would you believe I would have been like, you're probably being hunted by the CIA. Frankie Muniz just posted a picture the other day in Scottsdale. Like, I guess Dennis Rodman came to him and his wife's shop that they have there. Mm-hmm. And I said, sweetie, do you think Dennis Rodman is still good? To post pictures with? Did we forget Ooh. about him being buddy buddy with Kim Jong Un, Kim Jong Il, whichever one? Don't remember. Oh God! Aren't and isn't he like bad? a Trump supporter, anyways? Yeah, I just didn't remember which one was dead or alive. Anyways, um, Ian McShane. Oh wait, hold on. First, they get captured, and Daddy, Daddy Connors gets captured as well. Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Yeah. Everyone's getting captured, and then. The only way I could describe what I was seeing was Ian McShane puts an ice cube on Hillary Duff's forehead. A mess, yeah. Yep, that's exactly. I can't what was believe happening. this this movie exists where we got Ian McShane putting an ice cube on her forehead. She's sweating. Not really. No, like she's all melting over. the ice. Cube. I know, but like it looks like she's being drenched in sweat. But yeah, the ice cube is melting. I know, I know, I know how ice cubes work. Thank you. Um, interesting and then cody this movie gets so dramatic at the end he's like i'm gonna blow the place up i'm gonna like, blow this explosives. When, and then starts- when she says cody do it blow me up she, he starts taking these individual ice cubes and throwing them <laughs> at the gate that like is locked or whatever yeah. Here's my question though. Like, why don't he just shoot Ian McShane? Like, he literally is like, hey, evil guys, stop. Because well, Hillary Duff goes all badass and then like makes him swallow one. She she, uh, she was the hero said, of this story. I said Natalie just put the ice cube in Ian McShane's mouth. Yeah. And then Cody punches Imata. She fully like disintegrates him. He goes full on um, he scrappy. Up. He he literally goes full on scrappy do from the first Scooby Doo movie. <laughs> Just like, melts. Yeah, terrifying. I love that. Yeah, this whole last like ten minutes was too much. Uh, Emotep trying to like attempt to read and use a computer. Like I'm well, like, and what then the they're fuck trying. They're they get to the helicopter and Dr. Connors is already in the helicopter and then gets out of the helicopter to hug Natalie to get back in the helicopter. I'm like, just stay in the goddamn just open the door for them. We have to go. And then the doors are jammed and they're like, That's when that's when he's throwing the ice cubes. He's throwing ice and (laughs) yeah. And we have the the little uh, visual effect where they're all melting he's away. throwing he's throwing these nanobot ice cubes that are fully just i'd like how production is like we can't afford anything else go get me some of those plastic bin drawers like the one that sarah got me or gave to me and now it's in my bedroom and go just you let's just use that you know the plastic drawer that you have in your dorm sarah yeah you think that's what that is just that's a hundred percent what they put those in they definitely couldn't afford a good green screen when cody climbed up 
that part after everything was exploding and you see him outlook the mountains and it's the fakest fucking <laughs> sunset green screen over the mountains. Was it a green screen or was it a painted backdrop? <laughs> it was, green I don't screen. know. But that moment when Imatep comes back. What I don't know the that hell? guy's real name, Francois or something. I know it was such a a cliffhanger almost. It was like and then they lock him in that weird hover gyro ball, the carnival thingy. gyro ball. Yeah, he j- he's still out there flying. <laughs> no, that at the was end they such have an him. uncomfortable position for him to be flying into because he wasn't his legs weren't propped up on the thing, so he was just like hanging like he's from his arms, his pits. Uh, yeah, and then Cody like jumps onto the helicopter, and then, and then that's... everything explodes. And then they get back to the CIA, and we Everyone see the says, army. Guys, Great job, Cody! You did you amazing. Really did it. You Even conquered Rosa your Chuck. fear of titties and vaginas, and you did the damn thing. Rosa Chuck still has a job somehow. I thought he would have been dead. Even At this point, going dead. to prison. The army guy with his little stupid tuft of hair at the front of his head. Um. Also, we didn't mention that one of the when like Imatep comes back, when he, it's like a jump scare, and he goes, "You ruined my haircut." See? Oh yeah. <laughs> See. He was so proud of it. You, I, you know, he did it himself. Um, and then the CA, they're like, if you ever need anything, let us know. And then he's like, well, I could use one thing. And it's to get Natalie her driver's license. That's just mean to everyone else on the road. And that's she's going to kill people. That's negligent. She will kill people. She almost did. This will hurt the country, the city, the <laughs> world. This isn't good for the people. Uh, and then they have that part where they're like on the beach or something. They're Do on they drive like a, the beach. They're on a cliffside. I don't know. It looks like a dock, but also just on the water. And then they're like, mm. they kiss. And it's like, okay. And then she's nowhere to be found in the second one. So. And then Life is Good by Ritalin starts playing. And I swear to God, I was looking for this song for years to put on my movies playlist. Could not find it anywhere. It wasn't in the end credits of this movie. But it's in shitty ass When in Rome, the Mary Kate and Ashley movie. And, <laughs> and when I was watching it for your all's podcast, I shazammed it. And it's on Spotify under the Win in Rome soundtrack. So I finally got to put it on my playlist, but it definitely was not on there for that movie. I, it's so weird. Like Spotify doesn't have certain songs in their in their queue. It's really strange. I yeah, mean, I it's just because they don't find it before. I don't know. They don't pay for things sometimes. Well, I mean, like for the longest time, the Heather's musical. I know. Oh, I'm aware. Track was like only three songs. Like it was I'm candy aware. store, and that's it. I'm aware. So weird. You were. But what's also weird is that like, oh, I feel like a lot of the songs from this movie don't show up on this, on like the the list on the soundtrack list on IMDb. Because probably no one claimed them. They were like, uh, uh-uh. no, no, no. Life don't is good. Perform. It says it's performed by Junk. See, that's the thing. I looked it up on Spotify. And it wasn't on Spotify, and then I looked it up on YouTube, and I was like, this isn't right. But then the version by Ritalin played in When in Rome, and I was like, wait, this does 
sound familiar. And so I started playing it and it's yeah when i look up life is good and then type in junk it goes life is good song ritalin yeah well it's shout so out to mk and a all right let's get to those imdb reviews folks imdb 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 okay Let's see. I got two reviews. Definitely picked these so long ago. I forgot about them. Um, <laughs> definitely not right before this. Definitely not. Uh, this first one is by LZ Saber. It was on July 16th of 2006. It's one out of 10 stars. It's titled, Arg My Eyes. It says, Frankie Munitz, or whatever his name is, isn't a bad. <laughs> Frankie Munitz? <laughs> Frankie bad actor, really, and Malcolm in the Middle is or was quite good at one point of time. Because of that, you are misled into thinking this piece of crap movie may actually be good. The potential was certainly there, especially given the idea and premise. But no. This has to be one of the worst films I ever had to suffer. Even if someone wanted to make a movie purposely bad, it wouldn't be as bad as this. The story, acting, direction, special effects, screenplay, and everything else are so bad that it's hard to imagine that such a horrid experience wasn't actually engineered to make people puke. And who cast the heroine? He should be shot. You better you. not watch this horrid movie for sanity's sake. And don't show it to your kids either. It will traumatize them and anger their impressionable minds, making for potential future criminals. Why is criminals. it in the IMDb bottom 100? It, that just reminds me of that, 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 is it a Vine or a TikTok? I was like, when I was in the first grade, people thought I was a criminal. Because I killed somebody. You know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, no. just me. I just thought of Same Love by Macklemore when you said that. Yeah, was third grade. yeah did you guys okay. see that Ed Sheeran quote? <laughs> I know Ivy likes Ed Sheeran, but. Oh, but... when he said he thought he was a gay, or when he was younger? Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I didn't read any full articles. I just saw the tweets of everyone saying like that it's, it sounded like Michael Moore's same love. <laughs> when I was anyway, that I was gay. Um, and then the other one I have is by Truth or Derek, March fifteenth of two thousand three. It is ten out of ten stars. Titled "A Fifteen Year Old Has to Save the World by Getting the Girl." It says this movie is great. It doesn't mess around. Obviously, the film needed to have cool gadgets and have the kid get the girl. Agent Cody Banks doesn't have the kid get the girl in addition, in all, there's so much all caps in this, to the cool <laughs> gadgets to save the world. This method is less believable. No. In this one, the kid gets the gadgets to impress the girl so that his girl get age might be used to save the world. So it makes sense that the gadgets are only there to impress the audience. They're only there to impress the characters. Also noteworthy is the special effects and the honestly talented cast. Frankie noteworthy. is the perfect kid for this role, and Hillary plays her part well, too. We didn't mention okay, how the CIA thought that he was like a ladies' man because of all the stories he told at camp about getting Why involved. is the CIA yeah. so dumb? Like, they're Why did they actually believe this so dumb. Child? 
Well, and it's fully like he said. He was like, "It's summer camp. Like, why the fuck would I go around?" Everyone lies. He said, "Nobody tells the truth in summer camp. No one." I sure as hell didn't. Um, I just I looked at Letterbox real quick, and this is my favorite review I saw um, of this movie. It just says, "This movie looks like one of the videos they play when you're bowling and you get a strike." What? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You don't know. Okay, someone needs to go bowling. <laughs> what? You don't say that when again. You bowl. Wait, read it. Read it one more time. Oh my god, guys! This movie looks like one of the videos they play when you're bowling and you get a strike. <laughs> Trust me, now it's funny. Now I get it. The little animation. I didn't catch the beginning. The shitty ass animations of like the people going go 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 no, go 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 no, go go, and it's like an explosion. Oh my god, I can see you guys right now for the first time in like an hour. <laughs> what? Shut the fuck up. I haven't been able to see either of you this whole time. Okay. I've been over here doing physical gestures for comedy bits and you have not reacted once. <laughs> and that I'm is so why. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Um, I don't think we have any tweets. One person said, Spooky Pow said i saw this in theaters when it came out and loved it because at the time my celeb crush was frankie munez because of malcolm in the middle and this is uh uh so i thought it was amazing at the time or was it because of him i don't know but haven't watched it since so i don't know if it's good at least frankie had one person crushing on him I think when I want to say that I also did, but I I truly want to say that it was the the eldest brother that I had a crush on Reese. No, not even Reese. The other one. Oh, Francis. Well, Reese is gay. The actor. Sorry, got coming back. Gotta go. (laughs) Gotta look. Maybe it was him. (laughs) Gotta look this up. Who is it? What's his name? Uh, it's his name is was his name Justin something? What's that guy? The, okay, Reese, partially uh, unrelated to Agent Cody Banks, but also an action-ish movie. Did y'all see that it's, like, for the most part confirmed that they're doing National Treasure 3? What? Oh, well, I know they were doing, like, a series for Disney+. Plus. I think. Yeah. They, but I do well, remember, I, I think we, I thought we read on the podcast that they were in talks about doing a third one. They said Nicolas Cage is now confirmed for National Treasure 3. And confirmed for a cameo in the series. Interesting. All I want to know is if Justin Bartha is going to be in the third one. because Justin Bartha, formerly of dating Mary-Kate fame. Yeah. He probably listened to Life is Good by Rodolin. He probably did. Um, (laughs) All I got to say is, if Diane Kruger isn't there, then, like, why the fuck would I go? Exactly. If she's not there, I'm not there, okay? She, she and she and Justin Bartha's character make those movies. Yeah, it wasn't about how Nick Cage's character gets to be with her, I don't quite understand. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Okay, Sarah, remember when I was look I had looked him up before and I was like, oh, he's into fishing. No. <laughs> what? At some point, we looked him up because I we we got into the topic of him. Of his name is uh, Justin Burfield, mm-hmm. but when I looked at his Instagram, it was just fishing. 
but now it's him as a dad. I think he he has a ba- not. I think he definitely has a baby. <laughs> okay, <laughs> shout out to him. Okay, well, what are our final thoughts on Agent Cody Banks? What would we give it out of five stores? Ivy, you can go first. I was gonna ask you to go first. Juan, why don't you go first? Because I feel like you're gonna be the cruelest. I will be middle, and Ivy will be the best. I'm gonna give it a fat ass too. Okay, that's. I thought you were gonna say zero. So no, it's no. This is frenemies is worse than this. There are mm-hmm. Disney Channel. Oh, it's always worse, worse than, than this. this. Um, this is like it just doesn't age well. Like I like some of the parts, like. As a collect, if you were to take out everything that was bad out of it and replace it with something just a little bit better, this would be a tolerable like child's movie from like the night from like early two thousands. I'd be like, oh yeah, that's whatever nostalgia factor. But because there's so many jokes about like breasts and women and all these just ho- too horny to even be allowed to be horny boys, like I'm like, Ooh. like just too much, Mary. Too damn much. Also, the fact that they made her rip off a literal thirteen-year-old's towel from his waist. And then Very that. Snap. I mean, he was in underwear, but also like no. By the way, to no one's. Oh wait. Oh yeah, no confirmed. Okay, to no one's shock, this movie was written by four men. Perfect. Um. Yeah. Makes sense. Two of them have worked on. Like uh, X Men First Class <gasps> and Thor, they're like I'm, writing partners. I'm glad they got better and lost yeah, their shitty ways. Yeah, that's my favorite yeah. X Men movie. The that, that is a good one. The other two like have worked on uh, like they wrote Ed Wood, the Tim Burton movie that like was nominated for like a lot of awards and shit um oh that darn cat they wrote that darn cat oh they wrote Juan, your favorite 1408 <gasps> uh they're uncredited writers on everyone's favorite percy jackson movie of the two sea of monsters not sea of monsters god damn it <laughs> uh m- but then like they're okay so what i'm hearing is that American the only thing story. that has these that people have done... done good yeah they've only done like little bits and pieces of good things but the rest of them has been hot garbage well, yeah, I was gonna say X Men First Class is my favorite X Men movie, so they get points for that. Mm-hmm. But then they lose points immediately for everything else. But then, yeah, Sea of Monsters, y'all lost me there. Logan Lerman, love you, White Boy of the Century, but that movie. Didn't... I started Sea of Monsters, and I was like, I, it's guess I'll finish it, so, but I I haven't so finished it. Uh, I have not finished it old cyclops guy anyways i'm gonna give this <laughs> the cyclops dude from sleepover yeah <laughs> the best friend yeah um, the one that said it's the girl in the red dress the girl in my dreams dance with her <laughs> red dress it was I'm nick gonna give, i'm gonna give it um two and a half a little better than ones yeah i think some things don't hold up I'm more of an aging Cody Banks 2 fan. I think the plot is better. Obviously, I have more nostalgia mm-hmm. with that one. This one, I just remember this one, even when I first saw it, not impressing me as much as I thought it would. I thought that it would be better. And honestly, it's just not enough duff for me. It's just not. It needs more duff. It should have been Agent Natalie Banks. Agent Natalie Connors. He should have been. 
if this was okay. made today, if this was made in you know the 2020s, we would have had a female spy. Sarah, where did you see that 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 Justin Burfield was gay? I've just known that for years. He's not. <laughs> yes, he is. There's nothing about it in his Wikipedia or anywhere that I can see. I've literally heard that. That's been a thing for years. I think you made it up. Oh, okay. So this says it might have been a rumor. You're such a... (laughs) This has been a thing for years, though. Like, people have always said this. But, like, now I'm seeing that there's a thing that says, like, that he got married in 2019 to a woman... Although we can't, this says, although we can't specifically rule out that Justin may be bisexual, he's now married to a woman. So this should put rumors to rest. Exactly. He may be bisexual. Yeah, he might be bi. Um, this is news to me. Like, I've, it, that's like been a thing that people just know. I think you're a liar. <laughs> no, like, it's been, like, there's, it's it's not something I just made up. At least there's, it's been a rumor at least for years. I didn't know it was a rumor. I thought it was just facts. I thought Reese was a queer icon. I thought we all knew. Um, I guess, wow, someone just said that once and then it became a big thing. Because that's a huge thing. Nothing, Anyways. it's all speculations. Well... I s- okay, whatever. Anyways, I'm going to give this a two and a half, not enough Hillary Duff. Uh, I'm excited for whenever we cover the sequel. Love that. Ivy? I also was going to give it a two and a half. Oh, because, okay. Yeah, it, it does hold a lot of nostalgia with me. I have watched this a shit ton since I was a kid. But it, it really is just so horny- unnecessarily horny it's more horny aggressively it's especially because like when it's when you have like a disney star like hillary duff you expect it to be squeaky clean disney so the fact that this wasn't a disney movie and they were like allowed quote unquote to do these horny plots um I don't even know it but she wasn't that. even really on screen anytime those moments happen it was completely anytime that yeah yeah i was like i don't even think it was that it was the fact that it was all between kids a, towards an older woman. Yeah, I was gonna a grown woman and young kids. That was just yeah. the way the the way they kept bringing it up with like the X ray goggles and then the scientist man like holding too the, much. Yeah, it so yeah so a two and a half for me. I do think the second one has a better plot line. Mm-hmm. And Hannah from S Club Seven, and that orchestra scene at the end. Mm-hmm. And what does he sing? Does he doesn't sing? No, like, war, uh, war. What is it good uh, for? Is from. <laughs> Wait, he sings that in that movie. Yeah. Oh, Two, so it's he sings it's in that. What a girl wants, and it's in um. Agent what a girl wants. Yeah. Yeah. They, Wait, in What a Girl Wants, does he sing War, What Is It Good For, or does he sing something else? No, in What a Girl Wants, he sings, get up off of that Oh, that's thing. right, that's right. That's right. Okay, so I get these scenes confused. So it's the dude in the headband, and he's stalling, and he's singing War, What Is he's It Good For. He's singing War, What Is It Good For, over top of the Agent Cody Banks score. Love that. He's, he's singing it over top of the do-do-do-do-do-do. That one is cinema one. 
Yeah. Perfect. That one. And there's the no. My favorite kid in the second one is the one that kept calling um, Anthony Anderson's character Uncle Compton because they just told him it was his Uncle Compton, and he was just like, "Hey, Uncle Compton." Oh my! I haven't seen it in so many years. I just remember Woodwind Buddy. I remember there being a lunchbox, or no, I remember when. Cody punches someone and says, like, put that in your lunchbox or put that in your cereal box or something. And he punches them. Great, great writing in that one, clearly. I can't wait till we get to that one. Um, well, anyways, Ivy, thank you for um, once again, you know, making your way downtown onto this podcast, always, texting us saying, always. I have to be on this one. And us saying, okay. I have to be. You have to invite me. Always. And you're right, because originally I, I was like, isn't this a winter movie? Because I just remember all this goddamn snow, but no. No. Yeah, I told, I, I told you, I was like, there's not really a set time, but I think it's more so just like when they go back to school. I just, It just always confused me. They're on Ice Planet hot, Hoth at the end. Juan, what are you doing? Juan has left the building. Anyways, um... Where can people follow you if they want to do that? Um, y'all Maybe can follow me. Your TikTok, where you get so many views. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so TikTok famous. Um, I'm besties with Charlie D'Amelio. Um, Who is that? Can, <laughs> little, little dancing girl. Um, you can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Everything is. They call me Ivy with two Ys at the end. And if you like High School Musical, the musical, the series, you can listen to my friend Lauren and I talk about it on our podcast, Just for a Podcast. Wow. Perfect. I was just thinking today, like, I have, I still haven't seen season two. And I don't know we if haven't I want to. Up, we haven't uploaded an episode in about a month, but. That's no. fine. Pe- you know, you guys Lauren's, are busy, I'm sure. Yeah, Lauren's had midterms, but we're currently covering Love, Victor, if y'all have watched that show. so Oh, Juan has thoughts on Love, Victor. I have too many thoughts on Love, Victor. <laughs> wow. We're in season one right now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Well, y'all can go follow Ivy. And, you know, Ivy will be back on soon, I'm sure. Surprise if not for a movie. You thought you'd seen The Last of Me. Yeah, if not for another movie, another Jonas episode, I'm sure. No matter how many times we try to get rid of you, you always seem to find our phone numbers. <laughs> okay, and with that, we will let you go, and Juan and I will do our intro and outro. Goodbye! Bye. Goodbye, good night. Good night, sweetie. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Always. Oh my god, what a great time we had with Ivy again. We laughed, we cried. And we died. And I died, yes. And uh, now it's our housekeeping, our end of the episode. We just, you know, have some little shout outs and things to do. So first, let's give a shout out to the one, the only. That's right, bitches. Iris shout outs are back. We did you Mara thought we, you, thought we, you thought we got rid of her. You no. thought we weren't friends anymore. For a second, you almost thought we might have had beef, as you the kids are saying. As friends. Um, 
No, you know, Mara did our October artwork, did a kick-ass job, and we shouted her out in October, and we love her for that. I bought some artwork for Mara, actually, a little Halloween thing she did, and it, I just got notified that it shipped, so ooh, fun. Um, ooh. But now we're, we're giving a shout-out to Iris again. Just a reminder, Iris created our podcast artwork, and we love her, so go follow her on Twitter and Instagram at CreamsiclePanda. She's not doing some art right now. Doing, she's on hiatus from that, but still go follow her. It's fucking free, and it's nice, okay? People get burnout, but that does not mean that you should stop supporting or liking her content. Uh, if you if you do want to pay her monetarily, she has a Patreon, patreon.com slash CreamsiclePanda. Even giving like a dollar every month can help someone. So there's that. Uh, if you want to follow us and support us, go ahead and go to, uh, you know, at Planet Weird Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Ooh, Twitch. No stream Ooh. this past week because of this recording. But maybe one next week. And we've got fun stuff coming up November. We're going to buy that Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl game. And that'll be We're gonna fun. We're going to fucking fight. We're going to brawl. We're going to box on live. Um, so go follow us there. Uh, rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe wherever you're listening. Uh, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. Uh, YouTube as well. We dropped our uh, Monstober videos up there. So make sure you go check those if you haven't already seen them. Ivy, talking to you. You <gasps> said you hadn't seen it. You said you didn't see our Halloween video. Um and thank you to our Anchor supporters. If you would like to be an Anchor supporter, just like these fine folks, you can hit that link in the description that says, support this podcast, and you will do just that with your money. Thank you to these people. Emily Palmer, Alexa Pratt, Natalie Hernandez, Jose Contreras Jr., Ayusa Yusuf, Whitney Harris, Savannah Ulmer, and Ivy. Gadget? Have we used Gadget? Probably not. Have we not done any Inspector Gadget? Review. No, we haven't done that. But <gasps> I Ivy can't Gadget. wait for when that is. Um, Ivy Gadget. There you go, Ivy. Um, once again, merch pre-orders close Monday, November 8th at midnight. So Ooh. get those orders in, baby. Um, and then next week, Duffember continues with her next movie uh, that we haven't talked about. That's pretty big. Juan, I believe you have not seen this one. Uh-uh. But, oh, is it something? It's Raise Your Voice. I love how you're taking so long because you're looking for what it is. I'm just making sure. I knew it was Raise Your Voice. I just wanted to make sure I had this photo of all the movies. Uh, okay. Raise Your Voice, it's the movie where everyone always tweets about how Hilary Duff is singing and it completely changes voices. It's in, like, her audition scene. It's a great meme. Uh, we'll talk about the meme, the movie, all of it next week. Uh, oh, so watch it. I don't know if, if it's stream streaming. Oh, God. Choke! <coughs> it's the ghost. It's the ghost of Lindsay. Not this Lindsay. This always Hillary happens Duff. when I just talk so much. Oh, God. I don't know where it's streaming or if you need to rent it, but watch it. Send us your thoughts if you'd like. And we will see you then. Until yes, then. Yes, we will. Buy some merch and be hot. That's my advice to you. Just go be fucking hot. All right. Goodbye, y'all. Oh, gosh. Oh, God, I got to get no. some water. Oh, God. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>